hora de hacer lo que te gusta. Ahorrar en JCPenney durante los Power Penny Days. Encuentra selección de leggings Arizona para niñas a 5 dólares. Toallas de baño JCPenney Home Performance a 7 dólares. Y selección de camisetas St. Jones Bay para él a solo 9 dólares. También tenemos servicio de entrega a tu auto sin contacto. Apresúrate, no te pierdas estos ahorros de jueves a domingo durante los Power Penny Days. JCPenney, ofertas válidas del 9 al 12 de julio. Aplican condiciones y exclusiones. Detalles en la tienda o jcp.com. can be heard on nine major platforms. Tell the truth. Second YouTube channel as well. Information Man. Tell the truth. Podcast. Spotify. Anchor. Tell the Apple truth. Podcast. Google Podcast. Podbean. Castbox. SoundCloud. And finally, Spreaker. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Information is power. Okay, everybody. This is the Information Man back in the house again, live in effect on the Information Man Speaks podcast. I appreciate all of you out there that have been supporting the program. And uh, I'm here live in effect, as I said before. I'm going to get into this, make it, make it do what I can make it do. Um, I've, been, um, I've been working hard on the second channel. That is the YouTube version of my podcast. For those of you out there listening to me right now on a traditional platforms, check out the Information Man Speaks podcast on YouTube. I have some additional uh, material on there that may be different from the traditional uh, podcasting platforms. I go live on there. I have interaction with the people who listen to me in the chat room. Uh, it's a great experience. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit more raw on that particular platform for this podcast because I'm hitting on all different issues. We know that a lot, a lot is going on. COVID-19, uh, protest, post-protest, uh, looks like COVID-19 has now spiked up around the country. Uh, this past 4th of July, we had a situation where you had uh, white supremacists out there that were saying that they were going to harm black people on 4th of July. And you have a black militia group out there that was out there in Georgia, particularly a Stone Mountain, Georgia, which is the birthplace of the Ku Klux Klan. And that is the NFAC, which is a uh, black militia militia. It was founded by uh, Brother Grand Master Jay, he's the one, he's the architect of that movement out there. And um, they purely did a demonstration because, um, you know, these hate groups, they, they, make, uh, they make threats. And sometimes you have to come back and demonstrate and show them that you're not going to allow them to push you around. I mean, that's what's happening in the country today. People are protesting. People are getting out there and saying that they want change to public policy. People are saying that they want the defunding of police. 
And defunding a police doesn't mean that you don't give police any money, but it's about taking funding money that can go elsewhere that can help the community. And at the same time, it can decrease crime and make things easier on police in this country. For example, I did a story. You all heard the story of just a week or two ago. I did a story or a podcast about the Oakland Unified School District in which uh, Oakland Unified School District is one of the few school districts that actually have an actual police department within its system. It's inner working. Well, they decided to get rid of it after nine or more years of citizens of Oakland, black folks and another kind of folks out there saying, hey, we don't want police in our schools like this. We don't want to be paying for a complete police department under the school district. It makes no sense. So as a result of defunding them, Oakland schools district of California, the town, as we call it, they have about $2.5 million more in their budget to spend on programs and educational opportunities. Maybe their sporting programs, their art programs, their music programs, all sorts of programs. They could put that money to use uh, what that would benefit the children. And now you would think that it's going to benefit the children. So, that's something to think about when you talk about defunding and how that can benefit communities and you can decrease crime because that's how crime uh, happens in this society. It's it's based on people not having opportunities, not having job training, all these different things that could decrease crime. So what I want to do is I want to get into this issue because this is very hot today, ladies and gentlemen. Seeing the fact that we've got a lot of pushback on police today, people are just kind of fed up out there. But uh, I got to be honest with you, the chokehold, the chokehold has been, and I'm surprised a lot of people are not paying attention to this. The chokehold has been the main catalyst for what's been killing a lot of particularly black men when coming to policing. You have police departments in which you have police officers that are in for, are using chokeholds when the chokehold has already been ruled out as illegal within their police department community and within the city that they're in or the state. So, I'm going to explore with you. Uh, I found a great article in the Garden News, and it breaks down a little bit about uh, policing as it relates to the chokehold and how devastating the chokehold has been to all the circumstances that we find ourselves in today. Even though George Floyd was not choked out in a traditional way, he still had his carotid arteries uh, in, uh, very badly infringed upon when um, the awful police officer in Minnesota put his knee in his neck, and you could clearly hear that George said that he could not breathe. It did not seem like anyone, and I do mean anyone, really gave a damn about what George was going through. As a reminder, much as we don't need a reminder because we've all have been hearing the news, looking at what's happening, but let me play a little bit of, to set this uh, this podcast into the right direction, let me play a little sample of George Floyd as he was saying he can't breathe. God. Ah. Uh-huh. 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 You are listening to Information Man Podcast. 
So as you can see, um, George, as a reminder to everybody, George was struggling there. He was asking, no, not asking. He was saying, I can't breathe. He did everything he can to speak to the humanity of the officer. And the officer simply showed him no humanity, no sympathy, and no empathy. Surely uh, the thing that's crazy about the whole George Floyd uh, circumstance is that this was all predicated on the fact that there was some there were people in the store, the cup food store, which if I lived in Minnesota, I would never patronize that particular store because I believe that was the epicenter that led up to him being killed by the cops. But th- this was all over whether he had a fake $20 bill. And the last time I checked, there's been no police data, no detective data, no data whatsoever in the news to prove that George Floyd on that day in question had a fake counterfeit $20 bill. As a matter of fact, he was a known com- a known entity in the community. He frequent the Cups food store quite a bit from what I understand. And I just think it was a damn shame that he uh, this has what has happened to him. And I also must say that I think it's a damn shame that black men in American society must die for people to want to get some good, some get right for politicians to pass uh, laws or come up with reforms. Let's say that because we don't have laws yet around this, but to come up with reforms and to do the things that they should have done, it takes the sacrifice of a black man as if he has to uh, be the sacrificial lamb. In this case, in a sense, uh, black men, we always finding us. We always find ourselves in situations where does the America, does the country value us for who we are? Why is there always valued on us when we are laying in a casket, when we're no longer able to speak up for ourselves, And now you have others speaking for us. So let me get in this issue of chokeholds. Okay. Now chokeholds, what is a chokehold? A chokehold is which a, is, is something that in which a person's neck is tightly gripped in a way that restrains breathing. A person left in a chokehold for more than a few seconds can simply die, everybody. Okay. A former police officer chief of the Los Angeles, and that chief is Daryl Gates, who was one of the worst uh, police chiefs uh, in America, in the whole world, as far as I'm concerned, based on um, some of his antics, and the things that he got into that were horrible. Uh, Daryl Gates once suggested that there is something about, listen to me, everybody, there is something about the anatomy of African-Americans that make them especially acceptable to serious injury from chokeholds. See, this is stereotypes. This gets into uh, eugenics as well. He's using eugenics, okay? Meaning he's basically saying there's something inferior uh, about black people that makes us acceptable to chokeholds. So once again, this what makes a business a business? It's not the circumstances of a world that woke up on the wrong side of the bed that year, that decade. It's the everyday entrepreneur ready to put themselves out there. We're all sailing against the wind right now, but we will make it to shore. It's been done before, and we will do it again. To help you get started, we're offering websites, marketing tools, and guidance all for free. Learn more at GoDaddy.com. It's all about marginalizing, undervaluing, uh, and and um, and underestimating uh, black people. But Daryl Gates was a racist police chief, uh, very racist. He was the one that uh, 
brought the battering hams that would go into people's homes when they were trying to uh, stop people that were drug dealing. He was the one, his police department under his leadership was the one that was harassing young black men on the streets, assuming that every young black male was a member of a gang, whether it be Bloods or Crips. So he brought a terror upon Los Angeles and the grounds of Los Angeles like no other. Uh, let's go into this. Now, he says here that the anatomy of African-Americans make them especially acceptable. Now, how does he know that? Is he a doctor? Is he an expert? You know, it's just crazy. Now, the truth is any human being will suffer. This is the truth. This is the truth that gets us away from the bullshit of Daryl Gates, who was a former police chief in Los Angeles. The truth is that any human being will suffer distress when pressure on the carotid arteries is in some ways impeded, interrupted, and the supply, this is very important. This is why George Floyd is no longer with us, folks. The supply of blood from the heart to the brain is very important, and when you cut off that supply, then it puts the body in jeopardy, it puts the body in panic, and one is going to die. Um, when when George Floyd was being a was being he had his knee on George George Floyd's neck. He was simply cutting off blood flow. Not on, not only to mention many other things. Now, many police departments in the United States have banned chokeholds, but this does not stop some officers from using them when they perceive a threat. And usually when police officers say they perceive a threat, they'll say, hey, he had his hands below his waist. That's a buzzword for I thought he had a gun on him. So there's all these things that police can hide behind, not to mention, and this is another big issue in, out there right now, uh, what we call qualified immunity. A lot of police officers are being protected by this by the, by the laws in this country under qualified immunity where you can't sue them civilly, okay? And then on top of that, uh, a lot of these police officers are being protected by uh, police unions. I read an article recently where they were talking about how there's been incidents, particularly in San Antonio, Texas, where officers have actually used the N-word towards black men. Uh, one officer said that if you want to go free, uh, you're going to have to fight me. Fight me and see if you go free. One officer gave a sandwich where he put feces in a sandwich to a homeless black man. So these are things that police are doing. And these police officers that I just named that had th did those incidents, guess what? They got fired and let go, but then they got their jobs back. They got reinstated because of what? The unions. The unions are a big problem. You got the, uh, the, you got the, the police unions are a big, big problem. They are way, they have way too much power. They're way out of control. And then on top of that, they're also being backed up by qualified immunity, which I find crazy because anybody in this society who has a job, if I F up on my job, that can cost, I, I'm getting, I'm getting fired. Why is it that police officers should have some special protection that no other person should be, does not have when we do something on our job that can cause the life and safety of our coworkers. I just don't understand that. It makes no sense whatsoever. And that's why I would simply give, <laughs> I would simply give the policing systems of this country a big fat F. Yeah. 
Definitely a big fat F and womp, 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 womp. Okay, so as I was saying, the troop, many police departments used in the United States have banned the chokehold when Eric Garner was choked out in New York to the fact to the point that he he died. The officer who choked him out or those officers, they were using a chokehold on Eric Garner that was deemed illegal in the state of New York. Yet the officer choked him out. He did no time in jail for it or prison. It went through a long drawn out case situation and that officer still did not pay the price that he should have paid for uh, killing Eric Garner. And matter of fact, there's only about, if I'm not mistaken, four or five, maybe six officers that are in uh, jail today, in prison today, let me say, that are in there because of killing uh, black men and, and going violating all their all the civil rights um of that individual oftentimes these officers don't get oftentimes they don't do any time in prison at the very most they get fired uh at the at the the very most they'll get fired in some cases they may lose their pension some cases they may never become a police officer cannot be a police officer and in many cases they can leave that police precinct that that area move somewhere else and get um and get a job as a police officer in another county, another state, because they need to be decertified. That's another issue that the um, Democrats, Republicans, these politicians, man, they are really a big part of our problem uh, in this country today. They are do nothing. They're a day late, a dollar short, twenty five cents short of every goddamn thing they need to be doing, but. These police officers got to be decertified so that they can't run into another precinct and get another job after they just killed somebody where they were working at before. Okay, so this is a serious issue. So let me go into the other area of this article. And once again, this is a great article. Um, definitely check out uh, the Garden News. And this is, uh, let me say, this is entitled, this is about chokeholds. And how they're used by police officers and how they get away with a lot of stuff. Now, in this area, I want to go into in the United States Supreme Court. The Supreme Court decided a case about chokeholds that tell you everything you need to know about how criminal justice works for African-American men, women today. Okay, in 1976. A brother named Adol Lyons, a 24-year-old black man, was pulled over by four Los Angeles police officers for driving with a broken taillight. The cops exit their squad cars on this, on this day in question with their guns already drawn. That is a common occurrence in Los Angeles that black men specifically deal with and have dealt with for a long time and across this country where Guns are drawn on us, whether we have a gun in our hand or not, whether we are threatening or not, in many cases. So the cops drew a gun on him and ordered Lyons to spread his legs and put his hands on top of the hood of his car. Now, this is what later took place. After Lyons was frisked, they had to frisk him. He was put, his hands were put down, causing one cop to grab Lyons' hand and slam them against his head head lions had been holding his keys in his hands and this is very painful folks and lions complained that 
he was in a lot of pain, but the officers had no sympathy, no empathy. They did not simply give a damn, and that's what was happening here. Tell the- Do you hear that? It's the sound of TD Ameritrade's Education Center, working smoothly behind the scenes to curate its own content, so you only get what's relevant to your investment goals and interests. That means no wasted time, just information that matters. Head over to tdameritrade.com education to start learning. Member SIPC. A truth. Okay. So then what happened during the situations, the police officers tackled Lyons and placed him in a chokehold until he blacked out. Wow. When Lyons regained consciousness, he was lying in a free face down position on the ground and had soiled his own pants and to make more insult to injury he was spitting up blood and dirt this is what the cops did to him the cops gave him a traffic citation and sent him on his way i can tell you for uh for no doubt of truth (laughs) okay that this is a common occurrence in places like Los Angeles, California. Uh, this happens in San Francisco. Police departments have done this to black folks. Uh, L.A., the East Coast, the South, and NYPD, you name it, Philadelphia police. This is common practice where there's cases where you have situations where black men have been stopped by cops. They've been roughed up real hard, and then they're told, oh, you can go now. Here's a citation. Or in some cases, once the police realize they've got the wrong man, well, they've already effed you up, beat you up, slapped you around, so on and so forth. This brother was spitting up blood and he was coughing up dirt as well. So that means that they really, they really, they did, they really put the business on him. And that is part of the problems with our policing system in this country. And information is power, ladies and gentlemen. Tell the truth. Let me go into this area here. Now, this is what happened after this brother went through this. Uh, Lyons, who was the brother, he said he sued to make the LAPD stop putting people in chokeholds. He presented evidence that in recent years, 16 people, including 12 black men, had died in LAPD custody after being placed in chokeholds. In the city of Los Angeles versus Lyons, that was the case. The United States Supreme Court denied his claim, holding that because Lyons could not prove that he would be subject to chokeholds in the future, he had no personal stake in the outcome. It's crazy. So the dissenting from the court opinion, which led the great third good marshal, who I have a lot of respect for it, which led Thurgood Marshall, the first African-American man on the Supreme Court, wrote this. And I'm going to quote him. I'm going to quote what he says here. This is very important. It is undisputed that chokeholds pose a high and unpredictable risk of serious injury or death. Chokeholds are intended to bring a subject under control by causing pain and rendering the individual unconscious. Depending on the position of the officer, 
arm and the force applied, the victim voluntary or involuntary reaction and his state of health and officer may inadvertently crush the victim's lungs, carotid artery where they can't get blood to the head. The results may lead to death. That's exactly, if you think about it, that's exactly what happened to George Floyd. By either carotid arrest, the fact that, uh, and then it also costs, uh, like we've been hearing, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And the LAP officer described the reaction of the person to being choked as a doing the chicken, right? In referring, applying to the reaction of a chicken when its neck is cut off or cut off of blood supply. So this is some of the uh, crap. You know, this is some of the realities that I think that a lot of people don't understand when it comes to policing as it relates to their interaction with uh, black men. The work of police is to preserve law and order, including the racial order. Now, Hillary Clinton once asked a room full of white people to imagine how they would feel if police and judges treated them the way African-Americans are treated. Now, let me just say this. Uh, Hillary Clinton is a big fat. Tell the truth. She's a big fat hypocrite. She's the same woman when she ran for president that called black men super predators. So I really I would take her quote with a grain of salt because um, she has been no friend to, to black people, especially after defining black men, young black men as super predators. So uh, I'm going to stop for a moment. I'm going to stop right there for a, a short commercial break. And uh, I hope you, uh, if you have, we're living in the world of COVID-19, you got to get a mask. And I'm, I'm, I'm supporting black businesses. And so I would like to support, tell my listeners, if you need a mask like right now and you need sanitation, sanitizer type liquids, and things of that nature, uh, you need to check out IWantAMask.com. It's a black-owned business, great products. I think, um, I think, quite frankly, you will love it. Let me play this right here for you, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, what's up, y'all? I hope you're wearing your KN95 masks everywhere you go to protect you from all the germs in the air. Also, I want to tell you about this hand sanitizer with aloe vera from IWantAMask.com. It smells so amazing. It's not like other hand sanitizers that leaves your hands feeling clammy and disgusting. So definitely get your hand sanitizer with aloe vera from IWantAMask.com. IWantAMask.com is offering free shipping for all orders over $50. Information is power. Okay, um, so definitely if you need a mask, that's definitely the place you want to check out. Get yourself a mask, things of that nature. Um, they got great products there, great products there. Let me go on. Um, I'm going to continue on with the rest of the podcast, and I'll be stopping for another commercial announcement again. Uh, it's great to be able to support uh, black businesses. And um, here we go. So. As I just said before, Hillary Clinton is kind of a hypocrite saying the things that she's saying. But let's get back on, on, on point here because the purpose of 
uh, the chokehold. Uh, this person had her booked in terms of chokehold is to inspire the same outrage about what the police do to African-Americans in the same revolution in response. A chokehold is a process of submission that is self-reinforcing. A chokehold justifies additional pressure on the body because the body does not come into compliance. But the body cannot come into compliance because the wise, the gripping and the pressure that is put upon a person does not allow that person to come into any kind of relaxation or control. This is the black experience in the United States that many black men have experienced and women. This is how the process of law and order is pushed upon African-American people. This is the truth. Tell the truth. Okay. Now American men into the criminal system is how the system broken on purpose. It's a broken system. I've been looking at it. I think it's a broken system that needs reform, but you need, now they're going to say the officers just need training. If you have police officers on the force who subscribe to white supremacist ideology, they are a member of these types of groups. It does not matter how much training you give them. If they are a racist individual, a hateful individual, they, they, they're, they're connected to hate type groups. You can't train the white supremacy, the racism out of them. All these different things cannot be trained out of them. They simply need to no longer be allowed to have a badge, a gun and be on the force period. The police departments in this country have to do a better job of how they go about recruiting people, doing psychological testing on them, and scrutinizing their backgrounds and finding out what's going on. Now, what you'll find in a lot of these police departments is that it's a it's a littered with racial racist individuals from the top to the bottom because I believe in 2006 or maybe 8, the FBI came out with a scaling article in which they stated that they know for a fact that many of our police departments in this country have been infiltrated by uh, white supremacist groups. I think the ghost skins are one of them. Uh, Many types of groups, disruptive groups, that have infiltrated their way into these types of jobs where they have a badge and they're able to execute their racism and get away with it in the name of a badge and and get the protection of that badge while me and you... Um, black man, black woman, we will suffer under this situ- under this system. A very a system that is not just. Um, Nilly Fuller Jr., great scholar that he was, he said that the only way you deal with white supremacy and racism is that you must re- you must get rid of it and replace it with justice, pure hardcore justice. We as a society are so far removed from that right now. It's a damn shame. How are we going to get there? It's going to take people beating the pavement and holding these damn politicians accountable. But I, I almost feel that we're, our system is so far gone. I just don't know uh, how we can put this, uh, this, this, this gingerbread house down, this, very, this house that's very, it's laid on a really rocky foundation. Let me just say that. Now, there has, now let me go on with this part of the podcast. Now, it says there has never nor for one minute in American history been a peace between black people and the police and nothing since slavery. 
not Jim Crow, segregation, not lynching, not restrictive cover, cover, government in the housing, like redlining, not being shut out of New Deal programs, which a lot of black people were shut out of the New Deal when Roosevelt was president, like Social Security and the GI Bill. Yes, black people were shot out of that at one point in time. And the Social Security is part of the New Deal by Roosevelt. Black people were shot out of that as well. So that is based on facts. Okay, so you got the GI Bill, uh, not to mention mass white resistance to school desegregation that happened during the 70s. Nothing has sparked the level of outrage among African-Americans as when they have felt under violent attack by police. That is the truth of the matter in this country. That is how many black people feel. And you know what? It is the undeniable truth. Tell the truth. Es hora de hacer lo que te gusta. Ahorrar en JCPenney durante los Power Penny Days. Encuentra selección de leggings Arizona para niñas a 5 dólares. Toallas de baño JCPenney Home Performance a 7 dólares. Y selección de camisetas St. Jones Bay para él a solo 9 dólares. También tenemos servicio de entrega a tu auto sin contacto. Apresúrate, no te pierdas estos ahorros de jueves a domingo durante los Power Penny Days. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas del 9 al 12 de julio. Aplican condiciones y exclusiones. Detalles en la tienda o jcp.com. Now, as I pause right now for effect, most of the time that African-Americans have set aside traditional civil rights strategies like bringing court cases and marching peacefully instead of having riots in the streets and attacking uh, and attacking symbols of, 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 of state have been because something the police have done has crossed a complete line. Now, I know a lot of people right now with the protesting out there and people that have looted and all of that. I know people are upset about that. People are saying, why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? Um, but I think it's very simple. If you don't have justice, you don't have peace. And if you don't have peace, you're going to have anarchy. But let's keep this in mind. During this situation with George Floyd, there's a hell of a lot of white people out there, white kids out there that are doing looting and doing damage. The finger is always pointed is pointed at black people. You know, what do you, you know, what are you going to do? Why are you destroying your community? In this particular protest, black people weren't destroying their community. They were destroying corporations. And then um, sometimes when I'm on panels with people, they'll say, well, if people destroy these stores, there won't be jobs for people. Well, the fact of the matter is people lost their jobs already because of COVID-19. And I was just reading a article. Excuse me for a minute. Let me have a little bit of a drink of my water. Okay. I was just reading an article not too long ago uh, that, that, is saying that Walmart is sitting now. Walmart's a, is a employs a lot of people in communities. They don't pay very well, but they employ, they push their employees to use state, uh, you know, medical systems, even though they are a Republican run business that talks about, we shouldn't be using state, you know, government to solve everything. They certainly tell their employees to utilize the government subsidies for healthcare. But this is the thing that, that Walmart is about to engage in. They're talking about eliminating all their checkout uh, people and just making everything self-service. 
So therefore, if you do that, what happens? That's that's enough. That's a set of jobs that they don't need to hire anybody for. So we're living in a, a time in which the value of people, that money is recoverable and people are expendable. There is no value. So the people out there that are saying that, well, you just took away somebody's job. Some of these jobs, when they get back online, when things get back to quote unquote status quo in this country again, a lot of these businesses probably are not going to hire all these people back. Matter of fact, I can I can make an argument that some of these businesses, they might be glad to like, this might be a good way, something that they've been wanting to do, but now it makes it easier for them to do it to cut their staffing in half, meaning they don't need all that personnel anymore. And COVID-19 has given them, has given them a way out of explaining themselves to the people that they have let good, that they let go. They can say, Oh, we're not making any money because we've been closed. We're on a shelter and in. So, so many things are happening in society and we've got police officers in, in this country running around here with badges on God knows if they are a good cop or a bad cop. I'm really getting sick of that notion that every cop is good. I always say this. If there are so many good cops, where are the good cops to stop the bad ones out there from doing what they're doing? Because in, in, in Minnesota, Minneapolis, we saw all those cops out there, the four ones that are going to be indicted, that are being indicted, you know, to, to, for the murder of um, George Floyd. You got officers out there standing, watching. You even got people watching as the man was saying he could not breathe. So we have a society that talks a good game, but when it comes to putting it into action, it just seems to be fluff, just talk. Okay, now I got to say this again. Many times African-Americans have set aside traditional civil rights strategies like bringing court cases and marching peacefully, right? And instead, instead of having riots in the streets and attacking symbols of state, okay? Now, the police have, you now in Watts, this is, we're talking about the Watts riot, which was real bad, folks. The, in Watts, in 1965, Newark in 1967, Miami in 1980, and Los Angeles in 1992, Ferguson in 2015, Baltimore in 2016, Charleston in 2016. Each of these cities went up in flames, sparked by police killing of a black man. Seems to be the norm these days. Can you believe that? Tell the truth. That's right, tell the truth. So all this stuff is sparked by police. The police officer in Minnesota, he is the main catalyst, the main common denominator that has caused all the problems that you've been seeing in the streets over the last few months since George Floyd was killed by the by, by the damn officer, those officers. Now, This is where it goes into the issue around criminal process. The problem is that criminals process itself. Cops routinely hurt and mishandle black people because that is what they are paid to do. So the question is, this is the this is the uh, what I would call a controversial statement, a, a non popular statement that cops routinely hurt and humiliate black people that's what i was really trying to say excuse me 
because that is what they are paid to do. Virtually every objective investigation of the United States law enforcement agency found that police as a policy treat African-Americans with contempt. You hear me, everybody? In New York, Baltimore, Ferguson, Chicago, Los Angeles, Cleveland, San Francisco, and many other cities, the United States Justice Department and federal courts have stated that the official practice of police departments include violating the rights of African-Americans, the police kill, wound, pepper spray, beat up, detain, frisk, and handcuff, and use dogs against blacks in circumstances in which they do not do the same to white people. Can you believe that? Tell the truth. Okay. Now, it is the moral responsibility of every American when armed agents of the state are harming people in the name, in our name, to ask why now that's a good point because we are taxpayers and we're paying the salaries of police which is why i still don't understand how they are able to get away with having qualified uh, immunity when they're actually working for us and if they're working for us we should have a right to boot them out of the police department we should have a right to hold them accountable because they misuse the public trust in them that was put that was given to them by going out there using illegal choke hose, for example, which, which is what happened to Eric Gardner in New York, where where I'm not my, my tax dollars should not go to police that are also violating their own goddamn laws and statutes when it comes to dealing with black people in America. You are listening to Information Man podcast. Thank you. So once again, it is a moral responsibility of every American to hold these armed agents responsible for when they violate the rights of other people. Especially uh, in America, black men are five times as likely to be shot or killed by a police officer unarmed in comparison to white men. Now, every black man in America faces a symbolic chokehold every time he leaves his home. I got to say that I have to say that is correct because sometimes when I leave my home, I have to think about, you know, what do I do if I encounter a police officer? You know what I mean? Have my don't do anything that can give them a reason to pull out their gun and want to shoot you because it has happened. We saw uh, Fernando Castile in Minnesota. See, he was shot and killed by their police department uh, even before we knew who George Floyd was. Okay, and this is common. This is so common that black men, we have to talk to our sons about this, our kids. You have to watch your body language and how you respond and deal with these police because anything that you give them, they'll take it as, oh, he was resisting arrest. That's another thing that they do to play games with you. They will, whenever a police officer is harassing you and you question that police officer, they will say very loudly, don't resist. They want to make sure everyone hears that. They want to paint this picture or this narrative that you're just a person that's refusing their authority as a cop. I mean, it's just crazy. 
people who carry out chokeholds, including cops, judges, and politicians. But it is not just about the government. It is also about you. People of all races, ethnic groups, make the most consequently and the most maintained decisions based on chokeholds. It is in, it is in, in its impact. Everything from the neighborhood you choose to live in and who you marry to where you look and when you get on a elevator. I, I like hoodies, but I will not wear one. So this person that wrote the article was saying that they like hoodies, but they would not wear one because that's perceived as something negative, something thuggish, something criminal. So you may find yourself being judged because you had a hoodie. Matter of fact, remember, Trayvon Martin was wearing a hoodie when George Zinnemann tried to say that he was up to no good when the young man was going to the store to get some snacks. I think during that year, there was the NBA All-Star game. And so the young man was living, was over with his father and George Zinnemann defined him as a criminal right then and there, even though George Zinnemann wasn't a cop. He had no right to track this young minor down, even when the dispatchers told him, sir, let the police handle it. This is the type of bullshit. We even got people that are not police officers legally uh, wanting to cause problems when we're just living our life each day. And now we've got this other person who's not a police officer now um, following us, chasing us down. Some of the most craziest things. Now, this quote to me is perfect. I like wearing a hoodie, but I will not wear one. It is not mainly because of the police. It's because when I put a hoodie on, everybody turns into a neighborhood watch person. Didn't I say that about uh, George Zinnemann following Trayvon Martin? Uh, Trayvon Martin told his girlfriend, I got this creepy guy following me. But yet in Ferguson, Stanford, Florida, they said in Stanford, Florida, that um, George Zinnemann had the right to stand his ground. Well, then what the hell? Shouldn't Trayvon Martin been given the same uh, treatment? But he was not. They tried to, and, and, and when they, and when these cops mistreat our people and take our people's lives, now the usual pushback is that they want to look into your history. They want to demonize the person that's the victim. And then, Police officers, as they're doing today right now, they want to paint a narrative that they are they're good. So they'll get on uh, social media, post pictures with children, celebrities, anything to change the narrative. But don't be fooled by the manipulation, by the propaganda that police are putting out to try to paint and clean their image up, given all that has happened in today's time. Let me stop for another commercial uh, break. Uh, this one, I think, is a good one, everybody, because um, when we have our people being arrested by crooked cops, by a crooked system, we need to be able to give them legal defense. Uh, they may need bail money. They may need some financial support dealing with their court cases and all the other chumped up things that do happen. So this is why this particular commercial is very important.
This is Gary Miller with MBE Entertainment. We're looking for all African Americans to donate to Black Justice on GoFundMe.com. Help us get those arrested unjustly out of jail. Fight this police brutality. Once again, Black Justice at GoFundMe.com. It's only justice if it's black. So there it is. Check it out. It's only justice if it if it's black. Check out uh blackjustice.com. This is the way you can help people who are a victim of police officers who overstep their their boundaries, overstep their authority that um are harassing uh, many uh, black people in this world, in this com- in these various different communities around the country. And as I and as I I will leave off with this, every this is important. Every uh, everything from the neighborhood you choose to live in and who you marry to where you look when you get on a elevator has an impact as to how people perceive you and how police will also perceive you as well. I now so this is just these are just these are just facts. These are just the facts, ladies and gentlemen. You are not alone as an African American man. I am not only the target. This is what some uh, many black men feel. I am not only the target of a chokehold. I've also been one of its mm, perpetrators. I've done so so officially as a prosecutor who sent a lot of black men to prison. So basically, uh, in the article that I'm looking at, this person is saying that they knowingly defendant as prosecutors they defended cops and folks that they knew were using these chokeholds that were not in the best faith and order of a person's preserving a person's life okay and he says as a prosecutor i sent a lot of black men to prison i represent the government and criminal court and i define cops i defend cops who had racially profiled or used excessive force so that's a, that to me that's a shame and unforgivable when you are a prosecutor, excuse me folks. Having a little water there. When you are a prosecutor and you're actually defending police that you know are guilty of the things that they they've done, that right there to me shows you and how broken the system is as I'm reading from the article and this individual was a problem. I'm paraphrasing some of his statements. He was a prosecutor. Um, knowingly doing that uh, shows you how much the there's no justice in the justice system in American society today. There just is no justice system, given what I have just read. Okay, now. He goes on to say the prosecutor goes on to say, I can't turn back the time but I can expose morally the bankrupt system. And I said, the system is broken. That's one reason I wrote. So this was a book. This was based off of a book. And let me go back up here. And that book, if I'm not mistaken, the, the book was called chokehold chokehold is the inspired uh, is inspiration of the same outrage about what police do to African-Americans in the same revolution in response. So the book is called, it's, it's titled Chokehold, and the prosecutor, he goes into details some of the things that he witnessed as a prosecutor because he admits that he had to represent some of these officers 
that have killed people by implementing these terrible things like chokehold. Let me scroll down here. And I hope everybody out there is having, um, doing the best you can. You got COVID-19, stay safe. They're still protesting out there. Um, we got in November, the election. There's so many things going on. But I want to tell everybody to be safe out there. Uh, take care of yourself. If you're listening to me on Spreaker, Spotify, Anchor, uh, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Radio.com, uh, Republic Radio, whatever you're listening to me on, be sure to take care of yourself and be safe out there because we're living uh, in a crazy world, crazy times, and God knows um, what's really going to be next. So let me go ahead and um, and do this right here. Let me go. Es hora de hacer lo que te gusta. Ahorrar en JCPenney durante los Power Penny Days. Encuentra selección de leggings Arizona para niñas a 5 dólares. Toallas de baño JCPenney Home Performance a 7 dólares. Y selección de camisetas St. Jones Bay para él a solo 9 dólares. También tenemos servicio de entrega a tu auto sin contacto. Apresúrate, no te pierdas estos ahorros de jueves a domingo durante los Power Penny Days. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas del 9 al 12 de julio. Aplican condiciones y exclusiones. Detalles en la tienda o jcp.com. Over this area right here. So the chokehold has got to go, ladies and gentlemen. The chokehold has led to uh, people being killed by cops. Uh, in some cases, you've got cops, I'm going to say it again, implementing chokeholds that, sh that are already on the books as illegal. So I'm going to say it again. If a cop does that and he's operating in a state, a police, a county, where they've already made laws to say that they don't want officers engaging with that type of uh, brutality and an officer implements it, he should automatically be fired from the force, period. And he should also be prosecuted. See, that's what we're talking about. Replace the, replace the bullshit with justice. That's what I'm really trying to say. That's really what I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen. So with that said, I'm going to uh, end the podcast at this point in time. Once again, for those of you that are listening, check out my YouTube platforms. My first channel, The Information Man Show. The Information Man Show, that's my first channel. And my second channel is Information Man Speaks Podcast, which is uh, my YouTube version of my podcast, which is a little bit different because I have chat rooms, a lot of interaction with people that are watching and following me. And um, I try to just put, I just, I just try to be raw in your face and just tell the truth on, on that platform because that's really what it's all about. Tell the truth. So with that said, let me get on out of here. I thank you for listening wherever you are in the world. Be safe, folks. Information Man will be back with more uh, content. Um, but... Um, this chokehold situation is really what has led us down into the pits of where we are right now. These officers are, are, have been out of control. I don't know where the good officers are. I can't really tell where they are because it seems like every time something happens, 
it's bad officers doing all doing the dirty work, but I don't see the good officers out there shutting down what the bad officers are doing. I, I just don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, the chokehold is horrible. To me, a ch- when you choke someone out, to me it's like lynching them. It's like it's akin to lynching because you're cutting off a person's blood supply, their ability to take in oxygen. To me, it's no different. Um, you, you, you're lynching the person, damn near. So, uh, everybody, have a good evening, a good night, a good morning, wherever you are in the world. Appreciate you listening to the Information Man Speaks podcast. Take care, everybody. Information Man Podcast. de leggings Arizona para niñas a 5 dólares. Toallas de baño JCPenney Home Performance a 7 dólares. Y selección de camisetas St. Jones Bay para él a solo 9 dólares. También tenemos servicio de entrega a tu auto sin contacto. Apresúrate, no te pierdas estos ahorros de jueves a domingo durante los Power Penny Days. JCPenney, ofertas válidas del 9 al 12 de julio. Aplican condiciones y exclusiones. Detalles en la tienda o jcp.com. Es hora de hacer lo que te gusta. Ahorrar en JCPenney durante los Power Penny Days. Encuentra selección de leggings Arizona para niñas a 5 dólares. Toallas de baño JCPenney Home Performance a 7 dólares. Y selección de camisetas St. Jones Bay para él a solo 9 dólares. También tenemos servicio de entrega a tu auto sin contacto. Apresúrate, no te pierdas estos ahorros de jueves a domingo durante los Power Penny Days. JCPenney, ofertas válidas del 9 al 12 de julio. Aplican condiciones y exclusiones. Detalles en la tienda o jcp.com.